Hey, John here, back with another episode. Change your math, change your business, change your life. Those are the very first words in Dan Kennedy's book, Almost Alchemy, which I've been reading lately. If you don't know who Dan Kennedy is, he's a very well-known copywriter, sort of business guru. Uh, A lot of the people that you probably see online who talk about copywriting and, and online business and so forth are disciples of Dan's. So he's kind of the guru to the gurus, very well known, and the book, I, I highly recommend reading it. But in the section that that quote precedes, he talks about what he calls the den of thieves. So, uh, and I'm quoting him here, media agencies and related professionals who are engaged in a grand deception, if not outright criminal enterprise at the expense of deliberately confused clients. And I believe there's a similar thing that happens in our little freelancing world. And if it's not intentional, at the very least, it's still false and counterproductive. And so what that is, is a gaggle, as Dan puts it, of experts out there who will lead you astray in all different, in all sorts of different ways when it comes to getting clients and growing your freelance business. And the grandest deception of all, in my opinion, is them getting you to focus on metrics that don't matter. And you see it everywhere, especially with social media, but it's in a lot of different places, even content marketing and blogging and YouTube, etc. Things like views, likes, retweets, shares, engagement, and on and on and on and on it goes. Now, of course, it should be obvious to anybody that none of those things will actually move the needle in your freelance business or penetrating more of the green stuff in your wallet. Right? They might make you feel good. They might make you look important, but they won't pay the bills. And I've experienced this before, so be sure to laugh hysterically in the face of anyone that tells you there's a direct link between more views, likes, and shares, and actual dollars and cents into your business. That can sometimes be true, but it isn't a guarantee. And in fact, I often see the very opposite. So videos or or blog posts, etc., that get lower views, lower likes, and lower shares actually leading to more sales. And there's there's a reason why that happens. It has to do with one of the fundamental marketing principles of message to market match. If you do a good job of targeting, which you need to do in order to have a persuasive sales message, it needs to be targeted and really speaking to a specific group of people instead of just trying to kind of put it out there to everybody. If you do a good job of targeting, that's naturally going to lead to you having less people view it but you'll get more results from the those views and, and, and those people because your message is a much tighter match for that specific group of people. And so that, my friend, is the math that matters, the metrics that you should be paying attention to. How many sales did this video generate? How many sales did this blog post or this email or this Instagram selfie, this tweet, this local business meetup group that I meeting that I went to, whatever your interactions are, how many sales did they generate? Period. How many new clients are coming in the door? That Those are the metrics that matter, at least if you're serious about making freelance work for you, growing your business, and living the lifestyle that you want to live. Everything else is irrelevant. It might play in and feed into sales, but at the end of the day, you can't you can't replace sales with those metrics and think you're you're accomplishing anything if you're getting a ton of those metrics but no actual sales, no actual new clients. Now, 
this is a point where a lot of well-meaning people will make a, a fatal mistake. So recognizing the truth in what I just said, that sales is the metric that matters, they'll confidently and aggressively set off to move the needle with their interactions, whether they're producing content, whether it's meetup groups, whatever you're doing to get freelance work, you'll 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 aggressively go to aggressively move the needle and you'll begin pounding your network, your social media channels, whatever it is you do with these hard-nosed sales pitches, which as someone who came from hardcore commissioned direct response selling, I respect that. I, I, I think if you come from that that mindset and that perspective, you're going to get a lot further than if you come from a perspective of you hate selling, you think all salespeople are sleazy, etc. You're going to get a lot further if you're more aggressive. However, if you start doing that, it's just not going to work because customers, clients, they're just too savvy for that. The average person sees nearly 5,000 ads per day compared to just 500 per day in the 70s. So do you really think that you're going to craft that one perfect sales tweet or that great Instagram post that they haven't seen yet? It's not very likely. So the trick is to meet them where they're at, to, to give them what they want, but in a way that still helps you fulfill your business goals. And of course, this is where the second biggest mistake that I see happens, which is a lot of people going all in on value. And I, I did this uh, for a time and it, and it really hurt me and basically stalled my business. But the idea is, oh, I'll just give everything away. You know, they'll see how much I know. They'll see how, how generous I am. And karma will just work out to where I'll get hired and get more work. And it really doesn't work that way either. The secret sauce I've found in my experience is finding that balance. And the best way I've, I've heard it put is having a, a well-defined problem halfway solved. And even if you look at the infamous Gary Vaynerchuk, who is probably the lead voice for going all in and giving everything away. I've, I've heard him say that I don't know how many times. You may have too if you followed him. Look at him and actually watch what he does, though. Don't, don't pay so much attention to what he says, but watch what he does. If you look at most of his content, it's not actually a full picture. He doesn't actually give away everything. It's little tidbits of solutions. So it, it really is well-defined problems that he solves halfway. He just does it 30 times a day with all sorts of different content. In fact, probably the only, I've only ever seen really one piece of content from him and that's where he he put out his content model that that's a more that's closer to a full picture but even that doesn't really tell you the the full picture of, of everything that he does so uh, for all the content that he's put out and so forth there's really only one that even comes close and it's not still not uh, that full picture so Again, take that take that for what you what you will. The big thing here is there's a process for achieving this, and this is something that I've honed over the last 15 years as a freelancer, helping me to be able to work with clients like Inc. Magazine and Lewis House and Tim Ferriss and and on and on and on. And 
That process is what I teach you in my Turn Content into Clients course. So if you're looking for a systematic way to grow your freelance business, not based on luck or hope, and that doesn't require a big network or a bunch of money, then this is it. This is what I learned to start from absolute scratch, coming from a, a poor family with no network, no college buddies, no money to invest, just absolute scratch, me on my own with a computer trying to figure out how to make this freelance thing work. That's what I teach you in the con- the turn content into clients course. Anyway, you can get free access to the course over on Skillshare. All the details on the course and how to get free access are at contenttoclients.com. So that's content, the number two, and clients.com. All right, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.